They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. All right, another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. Welcome to the show. Of course, if you could do so and uh, subscribe to the podcast. And then also, if you could give us a rating, that would be fantastic. Would be very, very helpful. Uh, I, of course, am D. Scott, the mastermind behind this idiocy that will go on for the next, so oh, I don't know, as long as I uh, have thoughts in my brain. Um, let's see, what else is going on? I, Of course, I got to preface everything I do with the other podcasts that I'm involved in. I do uh, Psychic on the Scene with Katie Manning and Michelle lyons Polito. Just did an amazing episode at Town Line Museum out in Johnstown, New York. Awesome, awesome, on-location, haunted uh, episode. If you want to check that out, it's available right where we're listening to this podcast. And, of course, I am also a part of the uh, Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. We're up on one year on that podcast, by the way. We got our one-year anniversary uh, episode we're recording this week. So looking forward to that with Bobby Fish and Frank Ferrero. Also available right here where you're listening. I just had Tyler Breeze on the show, which was an awesome episode. If you're a pro wrestling fan, you remember Tyler Breeze. He was part of Breezango. Breezango. He uh, he was a tag team partner with uh, Fandango. 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 I got Fandango. I think is how he said his name. Anyway. But that's the latest episode on there. Uh, with those two episodes, too, if you could subscribe to them if it's your cup of tea and also give them ratings. We would love a five-star rating on all of the podcasts, uh, if you like it, that is. Anyway, anywho, let's get down to the brass tacks here. It is National Radio Day. I, of course, am a radio guy. I'm on uh, Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 on Jams 96.3 in Albany. Been here, oh my goodness, it's been a little over a month, about a month and a half I've been here on Jams, having a great time. Love the fact that I get to do uh, live radio again, which is awesome, but um, I wanted to come in because it is National Radio Day. I know the one episode I just did not that long ago was 50 Years of Hip Hop. Might have been the last episode I did, as a matter of fact, and I paid tribute uh, to hip hop in my life and the effects that it has had on me. So I figured, why not come in on National Radio Day and record a podcast? That's what I do. I mean, it makes a world of sense. Been doing radio for over 20, 20 years, about 23, almost 24 years in the business of radio, which is literally half my life. I've been involved in radio, which it has been uh, quite the roller coaster of a journey. I have enjoyed, I would say, 90% of my uh, of my journey so far. Of course, obviously, with anything else, there are ups and downs, but uh, I've had more ups than downs, I would have to say. Dealt with getting let go at one point when I was at a different company, and, uh, you know, it was just, it is what it is. It's the nature of this business, but extremely happy to be back doing it live five days a week as much as I can be anyway. Um, Nothing beats live radio. When it comes to being live on the air or we have a... We have a process which is called voice tracking, makes it sound like we're live, but we're we're actually not, and we record our show, and, and we're, you know, elsewhere doing other things, which it's become 
uh, more of a necessity because most of us are wearing more than one or two hats in this business at this time. So we have a bunch of responsibilities and literally the only thing that we don't have to be present for is our show. We can come in and record our show and it'll take, you know, 15, 20 minutes out of the day so we can concentrate on the other aspects of our job and our other responsibilities. But I've been able to do it live, which is absolutely amazing and uh, it feels great. I, it really, really does. I didn't realize how much I missed doing live radio, but it is uh, it has revitalized my love for the business. So let's go back. Let's let's get in the Wayback Machine and go back to when I started in this business uh, in about 1999 when I went through the new school of radio and television and uh, broke into the business, we'll say. I, I started, you know, with the school, which is essentially... It is a trade school for radio. You can go to trade schools for electricians. You can go to trade school for, uh, you know, aesthetics and hair and makeup, stuff like that. You can go to those, to like a beauty school, so to speak. Uh, well, this is what this was for radio. So I learned the basics while in school and kind of the inner workings. Uh, I mean, I was, I was fed a lot of, you know, pipe dreams at, at the school. It was kind of just the way that they did their thing. And I'm not, I'm not trying to knock them in, in any way, shape, or form because without the new school of radio and television, I'm not where I'm at now in this business. It, it literally was where this all began for me. And it's now, unfortunately, uh, the school is gone. Um, it's, it's no longer in existence, which is sad to hear because uh, there's a lot of talented people in the Albany market and that have left the Albany market came through that school and got their start at the new school of radio and television. But uh, I was fortunate enough to go there, and I got an internship with Fly 92.3 under Brian Cody when he was doing nights on Fly, and that's really where I started uh, falling in love with the business, so to speak, like being in the studio and just being a part of back then what was called the primetime party, which I thought was amazing. I mean, we had a great time. Everything was live, very interactive, uh, great show. Brian taught me a lot without even realizing he was teaching me a lot. He He taught me a lot because I got to watch him and – he literally was, it was like, it was watching a master at work. It's kind of like, you know, becoming a, a chef. And, and when you go into a restaurant and you want to be a chef, you're learning from someone like Bobby Flay or um, Gordon Ramsay. That's that's how I looked up to Brian at that point. And, and I still do. I, I still consider Brian a, a mentor of mine and obviously a very uh, influential figure when it comes to the radio person that I've become, this personality that I've become. I learned a lot working for Brian. Brian helped me get in the door here at Albany Broadcasting. Uh, I got my first job as a as a board op, which is now we call them producers, but I was board oping Casey Kasem's Top 40 and Backtracks USA with Kid Kelly. Um, and obviously, I'm sure you know of the name uh, Casey Kasem. He's, he obviously was synonymous with radio and the countdown show and also voicing uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, the cartoons. But uh, And then, of course, there's the outtakes that you may have heard. Uh, where w They were just absolutely hilarious, him losing his mind. But so I start board up and, <coughs> and, I'm, and I'm working Sunday mornings, 6 a.m. to noon, every single Sunday. And uh, I, I became friends with some of the some of the on-air personalities at the radio station, and they started pushing me to make a demo, which a demo tape is you go into a production room here at the radio station, and you basically do a mock show, and, and you kind of you know show the program director or the boss, the manager, um, you know what you got. And they give you tips on what to work on and how to get to where they want you on the air. It's kind of a grooming process. And then you get your shift. And I literally made one demo, and they were like, all right. And, and my buddy Mike, Mike Adams, shout out, shout out to Mike Adams, who has been on this show, as a matter of fact. If you go back a few episodes, 
uh, Mike Adams, then was Adam Kelly here at the radio station, and Cabby and Smasher, bunch of different names that he had. But um, he said to our our boss Rob Dawes, he said, "Hey, you know, you should, you should give the a shot. Like let him let him do the overnights. He's a you, you know the the mind that he has. He's he's pretty creative. We should put him on." So they threw me on overnights, and then uh, I started kind of just falling in love more so with the radio business and started to listen to out-of-market jocks. I started listening to Z100 down in New York City uh, to guys like Paul Cubby Bryant. Uh, who else was down there? Kid Kelly was doing nights or late nights at the time. I started listening to Billy Hammond. I started kind of discovering these other guys outside of the market and listening to the way that they were doing stuff on the air and started taking bits and pieces and things from what they were doing on top of the fact that I was, you know, Listening to the guys here, Adam Kelly, Mike Chechnicki, uh, who went by Mike Shane on the air, and then there was uh, Ed- Eddie Hernandez. Big shout out to Eddie Hernandez. Huge influence on me becoming uh, the radio person, the personality that I've become. Joe Rosati, and then um, Rob Dawes, Brian Cody, like I had mentioned before. And then, uh, you know, we had a, like a regime change and management change, and Rob got let go, and uh, Donnie Michaels came in, and John Fox. I listened a lot to Donnie, and... and Got to start learning other aspects of this business, all in the, all the while just kind of developing this on-air personality and this on-air style that I was be- making my own, and, and it was different than anybody else that you would listen to. And I take great pride in being different than anybody else that you might hear on the radio. So then, um, you know, we go down the line, and, and Donnie leaves here, Donnie Michaels, and, and John Fox takes over as program director in afternoons, and... I end up doing nights on Fly 92.3, 7 to Midnight Live, and that's really where everything started to take off, and, and I became this this personality that you hear now. You know, it was um, it was a lot of fun. It was live. It was interactive. I, I became a, a quote-unquote master, and I, it's hard for me to say all of this because I don't like tooting my own horn, but, you know, I started doing the night thing and having a great time, and, and all of a sudden it was like, wow, I'm really – I'm really getting good at this. Like, I couldn't believe it. And and no, I've never gone out of the market to do this job. But, you know, uh, I had kids and, and family locally and never really wanted to pursue anything out of the market. There was a time where I was looking out of the market because I had been um, demoted here in Albany and, and moved back from nights to weekends. And I was looking for full-time work. I needed it. I had a, I had a daughter at the time. My, my oldest daughter was was with, you know, she was born. So I was like, I need to find something. And then uh, my youngest daughter was born. I was like, I really need to find something. And I was doing part-time stuff here at Albany Broadcasting and and kind of making ends meet and filling the hours that way. Then uh, an opportunity came up over at iHeartRadio, or it was Clear Channel at the time, at uh, KISS 102.3. Went over there, was doing afternoons live, and was making a bunch of noise in the afternoon for that radio station. Became assistant program director. Then, you know, a couple years into that, iHeart, you know, does what iHeart did, and uh, and and I got let go for a few months, and then brought back from Terry o- by Terry O'Donnell, and he brought me into Voice Track Nights, and you know, this just love of of radio really is it's it's all about for me, and a lot of people that I know in this business, it's for the it's the entertainment aspect. You know, we we have a lot of different meetings about you know your on air stuff and how you should be on the air and. We're essentially trying to be, you know, your, your companion in the car, your companion when you listen to the radio. And obviously, you know, now that it's 2023 and there's a bunch of different options to get your music 
um, we've had to evolve our style of not only the way we're playing music and the frequency that we're playing the music, but also kind of the way that we deliver our messages on air. But we're, we try to be that person or that bright spot in your day. And one of the things I had said uh, years ago that I heard from a guy named J.J. Kincaid, who uh, is an amazing jock in of him, in, in himself, um, he used to work at Z100, now he's doing country mornings, I believe, down in like Georgia, which it's great for him and he said something a long time ago where it was to the effect of listen I don't know what kind of day you've had uh you might have had the shittiest day at work you might be in an awful mood you might have gotten yelled at by your boss for no apparent rhyme or reason or there was a reason behind it or whatever but you may have had a bad day and you get in the car and you listen to my show for 10-15 minutes or five minutes or you happen to hear just one break that I do on the radio um it is, it is my goal for anyone listening to me at any given point in time because I don't know how long I have you for. Obviously, I can't see who's listening or when they're listening, so it's really just a guessing game. Um, but anybody that comes through and listens to me on the radio, what I'm trying to do is put a smile on your face, possibly for the first time that day or for the first time since you've gotten to work. So, or it, it's the first time that, and you're on your way to work and you're like, oh, I could use a smile right now. So, um, that's kind of the goal that I have every time I, I turn the mic on is I'm trying to put a smile on your face and, and make you laugh or, or just tell you something that, um, you know, kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit if I say something completely outlandish. But so going back to what I was saying, um, our, our goal really is to be that companion for you and that bright spot in your day because although there are other ways to stream music, there are different ways to consume the music that you listen to, there's only one format or one platform that gives you what radio does, and that's the personalities that are on that radio station, which is why I take great pride in what I do on the air because it's more than just the music when it comes down to radio, at least to me. It's it's the person in between. It's that... It's that body, it's that human contact or that human nature that you get to listen to. Because, yeah, you can go song, 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 song. But radio gives you that added value of this other person there that's saying stuff and entertaining you in the process while being entertained by the music. You understand what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I come from every time I turn the microphone on. There had been many people that said, you know, when you turn the mic on, you're supposed to have one person in mind and you're supposed to talk directly to this one person and uh, I've never approached my breaks that way. I just kind of say stuff. And maybe somewhere in my mind, it, it could be subconsciously that I'm, I'm actually doing that. But I can't think of a time where I was like, nope, this is the person I'm talking to. I am talking to you uh, individually, but not pinpointing one person that I'm talking to. So I'm talking, you know, in general to a large group of people while keeping it as personal of an experience for you as I possibly can sounded a lot really convoluted in all of that but that's that's kind of the idea of what I'm doing when I do a radio break it's it's literally me you know talking to the masses and trying to give you the personal experience with me if that makes sense so it's national radio day I mean I do want to shout out the people that have influenced me I've done a bunch already with Mike and Rob uh, Mike Shane Joe Rosati Adam Kelly uh, Brian Cody Shadow Michaels, Mike Patrick, big shout out to him, been a huge um, factor in my life. Jumping Jamie Roberts, remember her? Jamie Roberts, shout out to Jamie, I love her. 
Tread, my buddy, uh, Randy McCartan, oh, man, Gaz and Levac, um, other people that, you know, Broadway, Bill Lee, John Fox, Donnie Michaels, Kid Kelly, Billy Hammond, this guy George McFly, who I absolutely loved watching his air check videos and listening to air checks of him. Uh, Kane, who is no longer with us, may he rest in peace. Uh, never got to meet the guy, know people that knew him and uh, how all I've heard was great things about Kane. He was an amazing on-air personality and from what I understand, an amazing person as well. So uh, Kane, may you rest in peace. Um, I, I, one of my regrets is I never got to talk to you or meet you. Uh, my boy DC, my boy Jay Will, I, I would be a fool if I didn't shout out my buddy Jay Will. Uh, Sugar Bear, who I showed a lot of love to last time I did the uh, did the podcast here uh, about hip-hop and the 50 years of hip-hop. Um, there are a lot of people, and I feel so bad. Shanna, shout out to my girl Shanna out in Wisconsin now who came through the Albany market for a little while. It, Joel, Joel LaMonico, another huge influence in my uh, the way I approach things here in the business. I love Jolo. I worked with him when I was at iHeart. He's out in Rochester. I was working here in Albany, and we, we, we forged this friendship. And uh, love Joe. Absolutely love Joe. Amazingly creative human being. Um, I know I'm forgetting people, which is unfortunate. So I'm, I'm – oh, my buddy Boomer, Rich. Uh, I loved, loved working with Rich. Um, there, there are guys. I'm, I'm forgetting people because I didn't write anything down. But a lot of those people that I just, you know, gave flowers to, those are the people that had a huge influence on me. So I want to thank all of them personally here on this podcast. Just a gigantic thank you to you. Thank you for giving me the love of radio that I didn't realize that I had. Because when I got into this business, I did not think that this was going to be what I did and uh and here I am like I said 23 almost 24 years later so without all of you having a profound influence on my life I would not be where I'm at right now and I couldn't have done anything that I've done without all of the people that I just mentioned so shout out to all of you I love every single person that I mentioned you all have a, a near and dear spot in my heart and I appreciate you so to anybody that's in radio um, that may have listened to this and the rambling that it was. Um, thank you. Thank you, and happy National Radio Day. We'll drop another one next week. What do you think? Like it, subscribe to it, share it, rate it, please. And don't forget the other podcasts available right where you're listening to this one, Psychic on the Scene, and, of course, the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. That's it. I'm, I think I'm done. Like I, That's enough. So uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, all my radio people, again, happy National Radio Day. And you guys keep doing what you're doing. We're the reason that radio is still alive. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a medium that was dying when I got into it, and here we are, 23 years later, and it's still here. So you guys keep doing what you do. You guys are the reason that radio is great. I love you all. Thanks. Bye.